Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, everyone. Just a quick trigger warning for this episode. We do discuss themes of eating disorders and body image. If this doesn't feel right for you at this time, we absolutely understand. We'll see you on the next episode. And we will also leave some links below for Lifeline and the Butterfly Foundation if that is something that you're needing at this time and we send you all of our best. Welcome to The Best Bits with Lily and Alice. We'd like to recognise the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. In particular, we at The Best Bits would like to acknowledge the traditional peoples of this land in which this podcast is being recorded today, and we extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello. G'day. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, That's great, isn't it? Yeah. I love recording on a Monday morning. It's so nice. It's so nice. Happiness. Yeah, it actually does. And I look forward to it. Like I genuinely yeah. look forward to yeah. it on Sunday. I'm like, what am I yeah. going to talk about? Yeah. What is going to be my best and worst of the week? What's going to be my quote? <laughs> I, love I love it how you said what's going to be my quote when I asked you this morning. Have you got your quote, Lily? No. Oh, no, I never have it. <laughs> it's a mystery until before, just before. Right. Before. Then we seek it out. So exciting. You just never know. <laughs> oh, my God. What is your quote? Tell me. Oh, my quote is oh my gosh wow it is not your responsibility to be everything for everyone your worth is not defined by how much you can please others Mm. yeah we are open love you so much um I love that why does that resonate I just feel like my whole life I've tried to serve others and be put them first and Mm. I'm I think that I put my worth in that Mm. and I think I'm realizing quite rapidly that that's not the case yeah 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 that's Ah. so good isn't it when it's kind of like liberating yeah when you get to the point where that's not something that's holding you back yeah Uh, I love that I love that my quote is 
it is related to today's episode, mm-hmm. which is all about gratitude. Mm-hmm. So it's a Brene Brown one. It says, I don't have to chase extraordinary moments to find happiness. It's right in front of me if I'm paying attention and practicing gratitude. Oh, so nice. Yeah. And I just love it. Like, I feel like that most happiness that I ever feel only ever comes from like very small things. Mm -hmm. And the big things, they just, they don't do it like the small things. But if you're not practicing gratitude and you're not present and you're not there, Mm-hmm. And those, you know, huge bits of happiness that you could be feeling, they just like, they don't exist. They just slip away. Yeah. Yeah. I mm. agree. I agree. It's so interesting. Yeah. It's so interesting. We'll talk about it more in a moment with the yes. gratitude stuff because that whole episode, well, this whole episode is going to be on gratitude. But yeah. what's your best and worst? My best and my worst. So, my best. I was actually thinking about this this morning and mm. again, it's, it's a little thing, but Fraser and I went for a walk the other day, mm. um, just like in this beautiful gorge and, and the gorge was really beautiful, but that's not my best. It was just like walking with Fraser, talking and it was just really nice. Yeah. And I just feel like, I don't know. I, I just feel like our relationship is like the best that it has been in a very yeah. long time, mm. which is really nice. Yeah. And it's just like those little moments together that are just like so special and just really feeling that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. And in the moment I was like, this is so nice. Oh. <laughs> it's so nice to experience that. And, and for that to be something that you're grateful for having yeah. known, it's not always been that way. Yeah. And both actively worked to get there. It's so nice. Totally. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's something where I'm like, this is the best that it's been in a long time. But I also know that that doesn't just happen like yeah. on its own. Like that actually takes like work and effort mm-hmm. and, you know, continual stuff mm-hmm. and and not in an anxious way but more in a way of like don't just rest on your laurels now that it's you know everything's good like you've also still got to like put effort in and and do all of that absolutely Um, but yeah it's so nice oh I'm so happy to hear that yeah it's like um for example like if you I don't know went to the gym and you lifted your pb so Mm. like you okay cool I'm just gonna gonna keep going bro yeah exactly 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 what's your worst uh my worst hmm my worst of the week oh honestly I had a uh, I had a really difficult client but it was it was an older man just not something that like I, I I typically do with clients and whatever but I tried to be really really accommodating and I just I've sort of been taken advantage of in a way, and I think I think it's my worst because when you really put in work for someone and you really try and help them and you do your best and then you sort of take an advantage of, it, it just feels so yucky. And 
it very rarely happens with my work. Like I have the best fucking clients. Like they are so cool and we, you know, just do the best work together. And then this one, it just kind of rocked me because I haven't experienced that in a while. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of made me just a bit a bit sad just to feel like, yeah, taken advantage of. Yeah, um, so, yeah. But, I mean, I didn't really, I think at the start of my business, I would have been just mm-hmm. so, so much more effective. Yeah. But now I think I'm, I feel so confident in my work and so confident in what I do and how I do it and everything that I'm just like, I, it's kind of like water off a duck's back, but it did for a moment make me feel a bit shit. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's my worst just because it's, it's a yucky feeling to be taken advantage of. Oh yeah. And I think mm. when you started your business, you didn't have all this evidence to say that you were yeah. a you know, therapist. Whereas now it's like, yeah. you've got so much that's like, yeah, okay. Like someone doesn't resonate how I work or yeah. who advantage of me for however, you know, how, however they did, but it doesn't matter because like yeah. I've got all this evidence that I'm actually a good person. I'm a good hypnotherapist. Yeah. So, you know, although it feels yucky and absolutely, if it didn't feel yucky, it would probably mean that you're not very empathetic. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, you can let it go knowing yeah. that you've helped and are helping and will yeah. help. Yeah. Mm. I think so. I think so. So, yeah, that was my worst, but I I, I do actually feel totally fine about it. Yeah. Um, what about you? Um, My best, actually. So I have a family member coming who's who's up here at the moment and it's been really nice. Um, But the moment, it was really sweet. I went for a surf yesterday. And like, no one ever, ever, ever films me surfing. Like, people think that I don't surf because of like, yeah. And I like, I'm not fucking pro. Like, I'm not. Yeah. I just try, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no one ever films me. And therefore, like, yeah, like, I'm like, I feel like people just think I make it up. Like, I don't even go yeah. out. Anyway, my um, family member, um, I was like surfing at Noosa heads and Aww. it was really nice and it was like there was a turtle that came like Aww. underneath me and like honestly it was like 95 percent men and yes. um it was just like I felt really empowered I was like fuck you everyone <laughs> yeah like I'm an independent woman and I can do yes. this and you might be judging me but whatever and then I um looked across like and my family member didn't know I was surfing and must have gone for a walk and I looked across and like my family member was like filming me surfing and like taking photos of me and I was like this is so nice like that I'm in a completely different state at the moment and everything's really foreign I don't really know many people but like I'm here surfing doing what I love and what a beautiful moment yeah it was just like Mm. it was really nice I was like this is so nice yeah um, oh, that's so. Lo- it's almost yeah. like being seen as well. It's like, yeah, you know, I was like, wow, is this what it feels to be loved? <laughs> <laughs> I want more of this. Oh, darling, that's so mm. nice. Yeah, so that was my best. Um, and then my worst. Oh, my worst. Um, to be honest, I don't even know. Like, I think, I think, like the fact that it's been raining and been a bit gloomy mm-hmm. has been a bit yucky, but like, it's not really that bad. Yeah. I just sucky because Ziggy's wet, like whatever, but yeah, like, that's hard. Yeah. Um, wet dog. 
in a van is not what you want. (laughs) Like, honestly, like, love you so much to you, but oh my gosh, like, yeah, it's so annoying. Yeah. Um, So that would be my worst, but it's not even that bad. So, yeah. 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 Pretty good. That's so nice. It's so weird. You're in my hometown. Like I know. You are basically, <laughs> yeah. like living there at the moment. You are yeah. doing all the things that I love to do. It's so funny. Like they go to all like the shops and shit. Yeah, and I know. I'm like, oh, you were serving at Noosa. Like, yeah, what? <laughs> I know. I know. And then as soon as I leave, your company come back. It's so sad. I know. Oh, that's so nice. though. I'm glad you love it there. I love it. Yeah. Who knows? I'm so happy. That would be pretty okay. amazing. I would love that. We'll what see. are we talking about today? We're talking about gratitude, but more so in relation to body image. Yes. Lou and I both have different experiences with body image challenges, um, mm-hmm. but we both agree that expressing gratitude for elements of our body and also food has really, really enhanced mm-hmm. our body image, not to a point where we don't have poor body image days, but those poor body image days are much yes. more few far between. Yes. And then also on those days, the expression of gratitude kind of can lift us up. So mm. yes, okay, we can have poor body image on those days, but like look how much gratitude we have for our body. So it's a little bit, how would you say, diluted? Yes. Um, so we want to talk about that because we know that a lot of women and men do struggle with poor body image. And mm. like I know that we're biased that we work with a lot of women and men who do struggle with these things. But yes. We just wanted to share our personal and clinical experiences mm. on how gratitude can actually really, really enhance body image. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, my first question, I guess, for you and also for me is mm. as far as you have come in terms of like, you know, body image and the way that you see yourself and stuff, I think it is important, like you said, to say that you do still have days where you don't feel great in your body like do you yeah. experience that yeah am I regularly yeah yeah like mm. right now <laughs> yeah really yeah um I jumped on the podcast recording and I was like I just feel really gross and I think it's because yeah. I'm just about to get my period and it always mm-hmm. happens I have yep. like maybe my friend joke the week before our period we have ugly days like yeah. oh I'm having my ugly week like every time before our periods like a week before yep. ugly week. without doubt we might not look different but we feel mm-hmm. ugly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's not to say that we, like, I mean, dislike ourselves immensely or anything like that. It's just we mm-hmm. just don't feel nice within our body as mm-hmm. opposed to when we don't have those poor body image days. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do experience it. And I think that, to be honest, if you didn't experience it, it'd be the rarity. And mm-hmm. that's to say that it's kind of normal to have poor body image days, but it is very common. Yes. And it means it pretty much you're human and your body fluctuates and your mental health fluctuates. And unfortunately within the society that we live in, body is quite um, prominent in conversations and in marketing and media. Yeah. So unfortunately it is probably a little bit more common than maybe what it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like I do experience poor body image days and I'm so like open to say that even though I'm a dietitian who works with body image, I still struggle. Um, yeah. And I don't think that's, yeah. oh, that's Ziggy. <laughs> I don't think that's um that's a bad thing. Not at all, not at all. And I think it is an important thing to say. And it is absolutely the rarity to not experience that. And I think I felt for a really long time whenever I had a bad body image day post 
mm. recovery from an eating disorder, I thought, oh my God, I'm, 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 I'm backpedaling. Like, this is so yep. bad that I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the slightest bit of negativity towards my body. Like I should be, I, I, I had a lot of guilt about that as well. I, I'm also like a, like very feminist. So I'm like, no, yeah. you shouldn't be feeling that way. Like real <laughs> guilt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, but it is so normal mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I experience it, you know, occasionally as well, probably closer, yeah, to my period where I'm just feeling like a bit, just a bit yuck. Mm-hmm. But you would take a photo of me that day and a photo of me on a day where I am feeling myself and I would look the exact same. Yeah. And I, I, I know that. And I think it's just reminding yourself of, of that as well in those times mm-hmm. is so important. It's like, it's not about how you look. It is about how you are feeling. Yeah. And that has everything to do with this. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And I guess like to define body image, right? It's mm. your perception of your yes. body, not what your body looks like. And yes. so your perception of your body changes every single day based off your mood, based mm-hmm. off, I don't know, like what happened the day before, what you've eaten, what you haven't eaten, mm. how you moved your body, the fights you've had, all the conversations you've had, like so many things will dictate your body image, hence why your body image changes from day to day to day to day. It really has very little to do with what you outwardly look like and more so what's going on internally within mm. yourself, self-worth, etc. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's your, it is your perception because how many times do you have, you know, a girlfriend say, you know, they're feeling really, you know, uncomfortable in their body, they're, you know, feeling really down on themselves and you're just looking at them and you're like, you're, yeah. you're gorgeous. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, my goodness, yeah. like yeah. you're you're perfect. Yeah. And yeah. you you never have that same feeling mm-hmm. towards someone that tells you that they're struggling with their body image. Um which is just more evidence that it is such an internal thing. Yeah. When did you, I guess, begin to notice that, you know, body image was something that was, you know, coming up? And when do you think you made steps to actually improving it? Yeah. I honestly didn't think about my body as a anything until I went mm. to a private girls' school. Yeah. And that really tale as old as time. (laughs) It was like I honestly didn't know how much I weighed. I didn't know anything about calories or anything. Then when I went to a private girls' school when I was in year seven, I noticed like girls were like skipping meals and like Mm. going for an extra walk that day or like not sitting down. And I was like, what is going on here? Mm -hmm. And then I think subconsciously I just like bought onto that fact that what you do will dictate what you look like. Mm. And then I think I just subconsciously or consciously, I don't know, at the time, just started doing those things. And yeah. as a result, when you, you know, when you're fixated on things, they became, they become more important to you. Yeah. And so, so it just became more important to me what I looked like. And then when you have boys in the picture and people are like going on dates and stuff, which I didn't want to do at all, but I thought that that meant that I was, you know, mm. I didn't look right. I didn't look like I should look. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think that like that carried on for so long, so, so long. And then 
I think really only the past few years have I actually, to be honest, since I've been a dietitian, mm. have I actively, actively, actively worked on improving my body image. And that's not to say mm. that I hated my body up until I became a dietitian. I accepted it, whatever, but I didn't actually actively work on yeah. like body image stuff mm. until I, to be honest, started looking into it myself and seeing how important it was as a dietitian to know it. Mm. And then naturally I was like, well, I probably should start doing this more so myself as well. Mm. Um, and we'll talk about gratitude in a second, but the mm. gratitude part of things really enhanced my body image, but then also realizing that, you know, why my body image was so poor and looking back yeah. historically, like parents or family members or aunties or uncles or whatever. Yeah. And then society or, you know, the population group that I was in in private girls school, like all these mm. things led up to the point where that led me to having poor body image. And then yeah. looking at that from a very objective point and going, well, that's not actually right. Like that's not correct. Mm. I understand why I feel this way. And now I'm going to try and relearn all these things yeah. to get to the place where I feel okay within my body. Yeah. Isn't it funny how all of this mm. stuff typically sort of begins in that school environment? Yeah, yeah, oh, hundred yeah. percent. There's a program I'm working with at the moment. Um, it's this program that they established. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P within the curriculum within Victoria and Queensland and then across Australia um, where they teach women about body image, about food, about relationship mm. with food, about, you know, psychology and all these sorts of things that you just don't get taught in school. And mm. it's so, so, so great That's because we, just don't, we don't know about it. And so naturally mm. when we don't know about it, we just mirror other people because yeah. you're young and naive and influential. Mm. That's incredible. I, I love that that's whole. happening. Live life whole. Live life whole. Okay, amazing. I'll I'll have a look because that's yeah. that's so cool, and it's something that absolutely needs to be done from teaching kids, but also teaching, you know, even like parents and teachers, and and yeah. it has to be such a a big conversation. Mm-hmm. While you were speaking about that, I was thinking. I remember, um, I was in year five. And I've heard so many, like I've heard so many of these types of stories from clients, but I've, I've experienced this. Really? I remember we had um, this this teacher and we were doing this experiment where you had oh. to build like a little bridge out of um, popsicles. Uh, what are they called? Pops, popsicles? Oh, like how to pop six. How to pop six? Yeah. Yep. Um, you had to build the bridge and you had like it, um, you had to, 
test the strength of the bridge by putting it between like two of those tables, the oh, yeah. tables, and you had to stand on them to like stand on the bridge to see if it would break or not. And I remember this teacher, it was like five of us girls, look almost like looking us up and down and she wanted like the lightest girl to go at the start and work her way up to the heaviest so that we could see, you know, how much weight this bridge could take. And so she was like, yeah, looking us up and down and picking which of us would go next. So which of us would be the heavy, the next heaviest. And I, I'm, I'm, I was like last on the, I was like the heaviest or the second heaviest or something <laughs> like that. And I just remember just like one of the first times that I felt like, oh, like this is something to be, you know, ashamed of. Mm-hmm. And when I think back to that, like obviously there are some incredible teachers, like amazing teachers that would never do that. But like how how is that okay? Like yeah. how is that okay? And I hear heaps of stories like that just in like client yeah. sessions and stuff. So I think that's so amazing that they are doing that in schools because that's formative. Yeah, yeah. If I mean, generationally speaking, it probably wasn't even taught, you know, yeah. in any sense of the word. So, like, yeah. understandable, not acceptable, understandable. Yeah. But yeah. far out. It's caused so much angst now in yeah. our generation growing up and being so told, like, yeah. Oh, like line up from heaviest to sh- oh my gosh. Yeah, it was nuts. And can you imagine like what it would do for kids if like at the start of the day they all just like express gratitude for their body? That was that was just one thing that they did as a class. Can yeah. you imagine? Gosh. Like, I want to be it so I can like teach my kids to like have a good relationship <laughs> with food and body. Maybe I should do that. Like that is yeah. But I know they've obviously got like a lot more on their plates and everything. Yeah. Like I get that, but fuck, it would be amazing. How did you improve your body image? Mm, it's, yeah. So obviously eating disorder. But, and, and it's funny, I really don't think my eating disorder was ever about my body. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, that's what I was trying to control and, and I had this thing in my mind of trying to control, you know, my body and, and make it a certain way. But when I think back, like, it's never been really about my body. And it's it's a really funny process, um, recovering from an eating disorder, going from a body that is, you know, for me, not for everybody, it was very tiny tiny Mm -hmm. tiny and when you begin to mentally recover your body begins to recover and it goes through this just like I just remember just feeling so like weird in my body like it was going through just these weird stages of like obviously getting my period back and everything but also like you you start to put on a little bit of weight and it just kind of feels a bit weird and I remember that being like an uncomfortable feeling. And I remember specifically having to rely very heavily on gratitude in the, so when I got my period back, I, I remember it was this moment of great. My recovery is like, 
that's that's a great sign of my recovery but then it was also like oh but I'm losing this this eating disorder kind of thing it's I'm losing it Mm -hmm. and I had to really pull on all of the tools that my hypnotherapist had told me my psychotherapist of gratitude and being like I am so grateful for my body right now healing it's recovering I can do all these things that I couldn't do um and that gratitude led me all the way to where I am now because I remember there was was so many things I couldn't do because of of you know my eating disorder I couldn't exercise and move my body I couldn't live very independently like there was so many things I couldn't do and so putting on that weight even though I felt uncomfortable about it I felt so much gratitude because I could do all these things now I could live my life like an actual adult Mm -hmm. and you know live independently and and travel and and do all these things that I couldn't do Mm-hmm. So I think having to rely so heavily on gratitude in those moments has now just become like a daily part of mm-hmm. of my life. Like whenever I'm feeling slightly uncomfortable in my body, I am immediately going to gratitude of, okay, I'm feeling this way about my body. Like feel that. Like that's that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But moving on to gratitude it's like I'm just so grateful for my body I'm so grateful that I can do what I can do now I'm so grateful for my heart that it's beating that it's pumping like I I go through like all of the different parts of me I'm so grateful for my legs that I can do all this you know movement and and everything and it just it makes it so much easier yeah. because you're focusing on all the good parts about it. Yeah, you might be feeling uncomfortable, but fuck, it's amazing to have a body and your body is amazing. And the only way that I could I could get there was through gratitude, which I guess I learned from, yeah, from, from my hypnotherapist Mm-hmm. Um, who was also a psychotherapist, and that helped me immensely. I'm thinking, like, I'm I'm going to play devil's advocate here, but say, like, for example, I've got a client in mind at the moment who has an eating disorder, and mm-hmm. um, we've sort of talked about practicing gratitude mm-hmm. to her body and her body, mm-hmm. you know, changing size based off her recovery. Mm. and she understands the concept in theory like okay Mm. if I express gratitude then whatever but like how do you actually like feel it like you you sound Mm. like you feel it I'm so grateful but I'm sure Mm. there's a lot of people being like yeah like I'm grateful for my body like whatever but it's on a surface like how do you deeply feel that in your in your soul that's such a good question I think sometimes you probably don't feel it. And I think that's probably something to say as well. It's like sometimes when you're practicing gratitude, you know, sometimes you might not feel it and, mm. and that's okay. I think it's when I focus on all of the things that my body is, is doing for me. Like mm. when I think about like, say for instance, my heart, 
my heart is pumping all the time. It is doing its job all the time, even when I'm feeling negatively about it, even when I'm not even thinking about it. It is pumping and it is keep doing that to keep me alive. And when I think about the enormity of that and how special and amazing that is, that for me makes me that makes me feel it really deeply in my body how grateful I am for that. And then, you know, when it comes to, you know, you should never compare and 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 things like that, but sometimes I think it's it's helpful because there are people that don't have the luxury of having a healthy able body to live their life in you know a way that they really they want to to be so free and able when I think about that I I I feel so grateful that I can I get to do the things that I want to do having said that when I was in the midst of my era and feeling very negatively towards my body, gratitude wouldn't have necessarily helped me recover. Mm. I don't believe that. I had to do a lot of internal work to get well to yeah to get rid of those blocks and to get rid of of the eating disorder you know, and all that was attached to that to then be able to really practice gratitude. I feel like that came in when I was already in recovery and, you know, really making great moves there. Mm. I don't think gratitude wouldn't have helped, like just in and of itself, help me recover from an eating disorder. I think it's something you you utilize when once you're really – you know, full in the recovery process. Yeah, and I guess like, I mean, that's sort of, if we think about the spectrum of body and body image and body dysmorphia, like there's like everyone struggles on the occasion with poor body image. Gratitude can be really, really useful. Mm. And then it's like eating disorders, body dysmorphia, mental illness, where, Mm. you know, expressing gratitude is kind of a bit of a cop-out. Well, people would say that, like, you know. So that's like a... A nice to have a little decorated yeah. tree, but you got to yep. really fertilize it first to actually enhance. I love the- that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And when you're practicing gratitude, you have to do it consistently. Mm. It's something that you want. You know, it's a nice thing to do in the moment, but you, the purpose of it really is to actively be training your brain to search for the good things. So when you are every day practicing gratitude, saying, you know, just some things that, you know, you are grateful for about your body, what it's doing for you, Mm. when you're doing that every day, it trains your mind to actively be searching for the the good things about your body. Yeah. So that's that's an overtime thing. That's a persistent thing. So it's not just like a quick fix, although it does, you know, sometimes really feel good in the moment. But say like I'll be going for um, because I have practiced gratitude for you know a really long time now. I'll be going for a run, and 
which because I fucking love running. It's it's like in my eating disorder days, it was like the the punishment, but now it is like I just fucking love it. Um, when I'm going for a run, I'll be you know hurting because it'll it'll be hard, but my mind will immediately go to fuck. I'm grateful for my legs. Mm. I'm grateful. And then the other day, I was like, I'm so grateful for my brain. Like I'm not even thinking about moving my legs. Like mm. it is sending these signals to my legs to be moving them I'm not even really doing anything and I'm so fucking grateful you know like wow a point where it's like fuck this is so good and you've it it, that takes time though that takes a lot of persistence and it's something that you have to actively be practicing it's a practice so it does it's not just a woo-woo practice gratitude and you fix it's not like that and it's really important to highlight that because like your brain like the 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 great thing about our brains is this concept of neuroplasticity how you can literally Mm. change the way you think and honestly like I am like without a doubt 100% like agree with that and supportive of that Mm seeing the way that my clients have changed the way that they've thought, seeing how you have, seeing how I have, mm. the incredible fascination that has led me to, of you know, about the brain is just like, oh, my gosh, like you literally can really change. And practicing gratitude is such a simple mm. but quite profound way of of changing the way that you can function day to day as a human. And I think that it's such a, small thing that people often overlook it oh yeah like no way like practicing gratitude that's so woo woo whatever but you know you think about it right like if you practice gratitude every day and you start to look at your day and start to see you know the things that you're grateful for like it's not just those things that you're grateful for your whole like lens of how you see the world changes Mm. And then you become much more appreciative of things around you. You start thriving. You, your connections with people strengthen and grow. Like It's like this huge exponential growth that happens when you start expressing gratitude, not just for your body, but for everything around you. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's it's phenomenal. And it is it is something that we all have access to, which yeah. is That's really right. amazing because, you know, not everyone has the resources to – go to therapy and to, you know, workshops and, and, and whatever. Not everyone has access to that, but everyone does have access to gratitude mm-hmm. and it is something that has fully transformed the way that we both see our bodies yeah. and so many of our clients as well. And, yeah, I think it, it's just such a phenomenal practice. But yeah, like you said, you gotta you gotta lay the foundations first. Mm-hmm. And if you are really struggling with your body image, like you're really struggling, um, gratitude is obviously going to help you. But that there, there does need to be more work there first mm-hmm. to be able to get to the point where you cannot actively feel that way. Yeah, and being grateful for your body will never come from changing your body. You know, say you know you feeling you know whatever and you you change your body you're not gonna suddenly feel grateful for it the goalpost will always move and if you're not happy and you know 
comfortable within your current body, then you're not going to feel it from, from changing it without doing that mental work because that's, that's the most important bit. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, changing your body from with the right intentions, yeah. like with the right mindset and the right mentality behind it. But if you're searching for, you know, a better feeling within your body just by changing it, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. It's all oh, about God. intention. Mm. Word. 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 What uh, else do you have to say? Nothing. I think you've said nothing. I literally just sat <laughs> and listened to you. See, I think you said most of that. I love, I was like so engrossed by what you oh, said. Really? I think, yes. I feel like I was silent that whole time. Oh, I fucking loved what you said. Oh, yeah. Especially about like laying the foundations mm. um, and like neuroplasticity. Like, oh, it's so fucking important. Yeah. Mm. Wish, yeah. I wish we knew this about 12 years ago. How about that? I know. I know. But I also think it's great to have experienced Correct. Those, that stuff because now we can empathize and relate to the people that we work with. So I think that's really important. I think so. Mm. Um, guys, can you like subscribe point? Yeah. That we would we would absolutely love that. That actually genuinely helps us. Yeah, like um, more than you could ever imagine. Yes, it really, really does. Also, what we still have our discount code with Mister Consistent. Oh yes. So if you are wanting to get your cocktail mixes, oh, it's or so your weekend or whatever you're doing, um, just the best bits is the discount code. Yeah, the best bits for your discount. Um, yep. what else do we have to say? That's about it. That's about it. Um, oh, we're going to discuss, Alice oh. and I will discuss at some point soon as well, our next book, book club. So keep, um, watching the socials for that because we'll be announcing that pretty soon. Yes. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Yay. Oh okay. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.